0: Welcome to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, mindset coach and imposter syndrome expert. And I'm here to tell you that imposter syndrome isn't a life sentence. It's just a dysfunctional way of thinking. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. Time to kick your inner imposter to the curb and create life-changing results for you and your clients. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast the from Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, your host, Jill Perrick. I am a business mindset coach and I specialize in imposter syndrome and I'm so glad to have you here. I'm recording this on a Friday night. If you're wondering what it looks like to be 29 years old, um, I have laundry going. I have our portable dishwasher running. Just had the urge to clean up at nine o'clock at night on a Friday. You know what? I'm just loving full time entrepreneurship. It just, I don't know how I survived three and a half years working full time and running my business. Honestly, I was hustling last year. I was working from home because of COVID. I started working from home in March of 2020, like halfway through March of 2020, and I just never went back to the office. And I was having my biggest year in business, but it was a lot of hustle. I absolutely do not recommend my health was like not the greatest. There was just nothing else to do though, <laughs> with COVID. Like I was like, Okay, well, can't fucking go anywhere. So um, I guess I'm going to spend a lot of time on my business. But we're coming out of it on the other side, Learned some really big lessons about myself and my business. And I personally am so grateful for that time because I learned so much. And now we're full time, full time in my coaching business and it just feels really really good and if you're listening to this you want to know how to build belief when you fucking have none and let me first start off by saying I was like literally the most negative human ever actually one of my closest friends was talking to me the other day and she was saying how like I always used to say unbeknownst to me I always used to say how I didn't have any money. And I think it's so funny because I was like, really, I used to say that a lot. She's like, yeah, all the time. And I'm like, wow, Like I couldn't believe how subconscious that was where I was constantly talking about how I had no money. And it just really brought awareness to when it comes to our thoughts, sometimes they really are just running rampant behind the scenes. And we have no idea that they are or how impactful they are on our everyday. And how much it can affect the actions that we take and how we feel. So I used to be really, really negative. I had a lot of shitty beliefs about myself, a lot of shitty beliefs about the world. I thought that I was going to have to work in an organization forever. And like, I was really educated and still was like, okay, I'm only... I'm going to be capped out at $30 an hour for the rest of my life and $30 an hour is really really good especially in the hometown I'm in I worked in a government organization in which everybody was trying to get in there because it's like the big place to work and it pays really well but it just felt soul sucking to me and I knew that there was more but I was really negative I had really shitty thoughts about myself. I was an overachiever. I would hustle, hustle, hustle. I never took a break. I would beat myself up constantly internally. I was a people pleaser. I had no boundaries. Like you name it. If there was something that like was not helpful for my health or my mental health, I definitely had it. I had anxiety and it it was very undiagnosed for years and years and years until I finally went to therapy when I was 27. And she was like, you have anxiety. And I was like, Oh, I thought I was just like being overdramatic. So I am the first person to tell you that I get it when you have no belief in yourself. And you can still build a business without belief in yourself. Is it going to be easy? No, but it's not easy anyways. And is it still possible though? Yes, absolutely. I probably didn't have any firm solid belief in myself for the first year and a half of having my business. I opened it in 2018. And I maybe made like $500 in 2018 and in 2019 i made about 12,000 and then in 2020 i made 130 so i had a really big quantum leap there in 2020 but in 2019 i was like showing up and showing my face and selling but i had so many deep rooted beliefs about myself and i just layered on the strategy like i would hire coach after coach when it came to strategy And I would just think, okay, if I just update my highlights, if I just update my Instagram bio, if I just organize my content in this way, if I say this, if I do this, if I launch this way, then I'm going to get the clients and get the money. And what I realized, it took me a really long time to realize that, and it's ironic. It's ironic because I was a mindset coach and I had no belief in mindset, but that's another story for another podcast. I thought that I could just layer on any kind of strategy and things would happen. And so I learned the hard way that it was the lack of belief in myself that every time I uploaded an Instagram post, I was like, this isn't gonna work. I was so energetically closed off, I gave up on myself often, I gave up on launches so many times, I would refer people to other coaches, because they would come to me and I would get instant imposter syndrome. This was before I actually called myself an imposter syndrome coach. Um, So I'm the first one to tell you that like, I didn't have any belief in myself. And it was very contradictory because I was a mindset coach. And I didn't see the value in the mindset and the belief work. And that actually comes from being in a family who don't get me wrong, I love my family, I had a great childhood, but like, My family does not really believe in mental health practices. I hid the fact that I was going to therapy from my parents for a very long time. I can't imagine doing that now, there's no way. But like at the time when I started going, I didn't dare tell them. Um, We didn't talk about our feelings much, we would stuff things down. If we had a big feeling as children, we were usually discouraged from it or told that we just need to like suck it up or that like my parents would worry if something was wrong. So I learned to like not show that anything was wrong and show that I was okay. I also never really spoke up for myself in friend groups or anything like that. I was a really big people pleaser. So I would just often discount my own feelings and really like gaslight myself. So When it came to my business, the same thing was happening was I was really discounting my feelings and discounting my negative thoughts and my lack of belief and just thinking, I just need to work harder. I just need to do more. But what you really need to do is build your belief and even if you've been at this for a while now, there's always room for you to do belief work because you're always teaching yourself new beliefs, you're always teaching yourself how to make $1,000 a month and then how to sign three clients and how to sign four clients and how to do a launch and there's always belief work that you could be doing. So let's talk about how to build belief when you really do have none. Like, let's say you're starting at zero. And first of all, can you acknowledge that it's not your fault that you don't have belief in yourself? Now, no one is playing the victim here. I'm not saying that you need to take a victim approach. But you can acknowledge that there were maybe people or experiences that you misinterpreted or things that happen in your life that led you to think that you couldn't rely on yourself that you couldn't believe in yourself. Maybe that you never got what you wanted or you couldn't achieve what you wanted or even if you did achieve you were a fake or you just got lucky, obviously imposter syndrome. But can you acknowledge that it's not your fault that you may not have belief in yourself because I think what happens is like we think I'm the problem I'm the problem I'm the problem and that really negates the fact that we can still acknowledge that there are things that may have happened in your life or people in your life that may be still in your life or are now out of your life that may have not exactly encouraged self-belief especially as kids like We don't have a ton of agency as kids, especially girls I find are used to outsourcing their trust or outsourcing their validation. They're usually used to looking at somebody else and confirming, okay, like, this is right. This is good. And in the worthy woman method, my lifetime access group coaching program, I actually have a trust building video as well as a decision making exercise because building trust and belief in ourselves and being able to make our own decisions in business is like one of the most foundational skills as an entrepreneur you need to be able to make quick decisions and act accordingly and have that trust in yourself that you will be able to see it through because everything you do in your business it comes back to do i trust myself to see this through every investment you make every time you sign a client every time you up level and you make more money, there is always an essence a flavor of do I trust myself and that's something that you really need to cultivate. So we're usually taught to not trust ourselves and usually taught to look to everybody else and we get our kind of rule book from our childhood or the adults in our life, our caregivers, and we develop beliefs that are really similar to theirs. And you know, there could have been people in your childhood or your life that may have thought that you couldn't make a good decision or that you didn't know what you were talking about or whatever and it just like seeped into your own lack of self-belief and self-worth so let's just acknowledge that that usually when it comes to building a business it takes a lot of fucking balls and it takes a lot of like self trust and emotional resilience and if not a lot of us are taught emotional resilience as children taught to like take rejection and deal with it and move on and keep going even if the going gets tough because business can be difficult because It's a lot of being in your own head and making decisions. And, you know, again, trusting yourself that even though you can't see the future, that you know, it's going to work out. So if we were not taught that trust as children, especially to trust in ourselves and our own agency and to make our own decisions again I had a mom who is like the best mom in the world but she did a lot of things for us so whenever I couldn't do anything because she didn't want us to suffer or that she didn't want us to not be able to fulfill something she would do it for us so if I was like hey mom I can't hang this picture which like not gonna lie sometimes she has to come over and hang shit up in my house she's like yes of course I'll do that for you and of course it's out of love but something that I realized was a thread was that I often would give up as a kid because I would be like, oh, somebody will just do it for me because I can't do it right. Somebody will just do it for me. And I don't have that belief now, except when it comes to hanging shit around the house. But when it comes to like doing things on my own, I have to self-coach often because I have to tell myself like, you can do this on your own. You can make this decision on your own and it's going to be the right one. And that took time, right? So it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you may not have belief in yourself, that you may not feel worthy. It's not your fault. But we are not victims. We are here for a reason. You have a sole purpose on this earth and in this industry. You are here to help people. This is a helping profession. Coaching is a helping profession. And you are here to help people. And the first thing that you have to do is help yourself. So acknowledge that it's not your fault, but we're not going to use it as an excuse, okay? All the trauma, all the childhood shit, all the limiting beliefs, they can be a reason for why you're thinking the way that you're thinking, but let's not make them excuses. And the next thing I would like to ask you is, are you willing to believe that it is possible to change your thoughts? Because that's what's happening here. Are you willing to believe that you can change the beliefs that you have and change the thoughts that you have? When I was first starting out with clients, I didn't ask them this. I would just like go deep into it and they'd be so stubborn. This is in like the really beginning, but they would be really stubborn when it came to, well, it's just that it's just a thought that I have. And it's like, but you know that thoughts are optional, right? like you know that thoughts are completely optional, and you just give them truth and evidence. It's like if we were to look through sunglasses, and on the sunglasses, they had those changing color lens, you can constantly change the color of the lens. And that's people and their experiences we all see through different lenses we all see different colors and different flavors of things we all have different beliefs somebody who grew up really really wealthy is going to have different ideas and beliefs around money than somebody who grew up really really poor and I have also seen so many people in this industry including some of my clients and me too who have changed our beliefs around money, even though we came from a certain type of background or whatever. And that's what I have to ask you is, are you willing to believe that you can change your thoughts and your beliefs? So you have to start there as well. You have to start there with like, opening your mind to the possibility that I can change my thoughts. And even though you may not think that's a reality, can you be open to the possibility that your thoughts and beliefs can change. Can you be open to that? Can you be open to the fact that you may have beliefs and stories that you feel like are so set in stone, but they are really just thoughts in your head and beliefs that have evidence and you can give new beliefs evidence and you can work towards changing those neural pathways. Again, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be real hard. We're going to have to work at it every day. That's the notebook, but it's honestly so relevant because you do have to work on it every day. I self coach every single day i self-coach every single day whether i am talking to myself out loud or whether i'm journaling or whether i'm literally on a call with a coach i'm in a mastermind right now with my coach so i have two i have a one-to-one coach and i have a coach whose mastermind i'm in we haven't even started it starts in september but she fucking over delivers like a mad woman and so she checks in with us on fridays and i take advantage of that like i love being coached. I love the opportunity for someone to look at my brain and give me an alternative perspective. But I also have learned to self coach in the worthy woman method. I teach you how to self coach as well, because it's such an important skill. But yeah, so are you willing to believe that it's possible to change your thoughts? So let's start there as well. If you're here, I'm pretty sure that you already kind of have that belief, but I still have to ask. And something else that I want you to do is I need you to sell yourself on what you do have and what you do know now. Not I'm going to get the certification in six months and then I'll feel good enough. Not well, I didn't finish my degree, so it doesn't count. I want you to really fucking sell yourself, journal it out, talk to yourself in a voice memo, talk it out with a biz bestie, hire a coach, talk it out with them. Sell yourself on why you're good enough now. Build the belief that you can help somebody now with the skills that you have now the coaching industry is very big there are so many opportunities for you to look in terms of what gaps in the industry there are what education or skills you have that are unique from somebody else what problem can you solve for somebody and don't worry if it's not like fucking life changing and life altering you will find your groove and you will figure it out but in order to build belief now you need to sell yourself on the skills and the education any certification any experience that you have now what you know now is good enough i promise you you just have to sell yourself on it there are people who are less qualified than you less experience than you who are doing way more because they just fucking decided I'm going to sell myself on the fact that I can help somebody and they're going out there and doing the damn thing and that's the same thing for you is if you believe that something in your tool belt can help somebody with some problem that they're having start there and sell yourself on that Often, the brain wants us to focus on the things that we lack. So when you come into the industry, you're focused on things that you lack and things that you need to obtain in order to feel good enough, in order to feel like you're qualified, in order to solidify the fact that you're not a fraud to anybody else. You are chasing something else and thinking, well, when I get this and when I get that. But really, you just need to sell yourself on why you're good enough Now and you don't have to be perfect. Like, I think when we think, like, okay, I need to sell myself on why I'm good enough now, you could feel so good today and like shit tomorrow. So, tomorrow you just recalibrate and say, No, I can help somebody and just come back to that, even if it's the smallest reason in terms of I can help somebody. When I first started out with imposter syndrome and I ran my first group program, I mean, I've been saying this since day one, but like, I can help you overcome imposter syndrome. And I didn't promise the sun, moon, and the stars. I didn't promise all these fucking things. I said, I can help you overcome imposter syndrome. And what that looked like, like I really had to figure out exactly what that looked like, but I at least gave myself the permission to sell the fact that I can help somebody with imposter syndrome because I could sell myself on the fact that I can help one person I can help two people I can help three people my very first high ticket group program was like $1,300 and I sold the program on four people two of those people actually ended up dropping out because of money issues so it happens to everybody but the other two got such great results and I helped them overcome imposter syndrome and when they said that when they're like oh I feel so much more confident in my services and confident in what I do I was like oh fuck like I actually did help them so sell yourself on your skills now and I don't want to hear the bullshit I don't have any skills because again the brain is just focusing on what you lack because it's thinking oh no we don't feel good enough the alarms go off let's start looking for resources so we can feel good enough and cover ourselves and protect ourselves with that knowledge of oh in the future I'm going to get that certification so I can feel good about it no 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 you have something to offer you wouldn't be here you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast you wouldn't be here in this industry you would not be here if you didn't have something down in your soul that told you you should be a coach okay so don't come at me With that bullshit. And finally. Zoom out on your progress. This is the last thing. Zoom out on your progress. So often we are really, really close to everything that's happening. We think that tomorrow is the end of the world. We think, oh my God, I didn't sign this one client. What's wrong with me? I had a terrible sales call. What's wrong with me? The world's gonna end. We do not take the time to zoom out and see how far we've come. If you are just starting out and you're like, but I haven't made any progress in my business. Is that true? Like I remember zooming out after like a year in business and even though I hadn't made like a lot of sales at all my Instagram was so much better my captions were starting to get really good I had started my podcast so the podcast was even so much better I had actually come so far and improved so much but I didn't afford myself that luxury in terms of celebrating how far I came like I was always looking forward future tripping essentially thinking like oh I'm gonna do this and do that but like I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But when you zoom out, you're able to see how much progress you've made. And you'll realize that like the journey never stops. Like you as an entrepreneur right now, you could be just getting started or in your first three or four years or whatever. And let me tell you, like you have a long road ahead of you and not in a bad way in an exciting way. In the fact that like, oh my god, I can't imagine what JP coaching is going to look like in 10 years like it's actually quite exciting and I've always been somebody who I kind of like not knowing what's happening in the future because if it's really predictable and boring I get bored I swear I have fucking ADHD I'm I actually called my doctor (laughs) this is a side note that you guys don't need to know but here we are I called my doctor and because I was like I want to go in and see a psychiatrist because um, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD and have my whole life. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I'm waiting to hear back because I am pretty certain I have it. So I actually get kind of bored. And like, that's why my full time job at this government agency, I was just like, this is literally gonna be my life until I take the leap. And that's why like, taking the leap was so scary in terms of leaving my job. But I knew that like, if I wasn't gonna do it, then I was gonna have all the reasons in the world as to why I couldn't leave. And I decided like, is my life gonna look like me being in a cubicle and me going back and forth and me telling myself, once I hit this milestone in my business, or once this happens, then I can leave. I was like, no, fuck it. Like I am going all in. And that's how I know that my entrepreneurial skills have been so sharpened. Because even six months before I had left my job in the beginning of May of this year, I would have been like, Oh my god, I can't do that. I remember standing at work in 2020, before we actually went to work from home because of the pandemic. And I remember thinking a split second thought came into my head of one day, I'm not going to have this job, I'm going to be full time in my business. And I literally like my heart dropped into my stomach, like I couldn't imagine that ever happening. And here we are, things can change so fast. And the uncertainty can actually be really exciting, especially when you fully trust yourself and know that you have your own back. And when you allow yourself to zoom out often and see the progress that you've made and see how good things actually are, how far your brain has even come. I've had clients who haven't necessarily had big monetary returns, but the changes in their mindset, the changes in their belief and their confidence, the changes in their personal life as a result of that are more than impactful. They're amazing. And they have such a big impact on this person's life. And that's what I care about. Like, there are a lot of coaches in this space that can claim that they can help you make money. But how many can actually help you build a sustainable and like exciting life like a life that you love that that you don't need a vacation from that you can take several vacations if you want that like you feel good in your skin and you feel confident and you know you can help people like that's what i fucking care about i don't care about the fact that like oh i'm gonna help you reach a certain number because like the number doesn't matter it's the goal behind the number but let's rein it back in in terms of you can't get to where you want to be If you are constantly thinking that the next result is going to make you happy you need to zoom out and see how far you've come and you will actually learn to be in the present moment so much more because you'll be like wow I had a moment today so it's Friday and that doesn't matter to me because I'm an entrepreneur so it really doesn't matter but I woke up I self-coached a bit I worked on something for the Worthy Woman Method and I uploaded it and then I uploaded an Instagram post that was bomb Um, and then I went for a massage. I booked a massage and I just had this like moment when I was driving to my massage where I was like, I am so grateful. I'm getting a little emotional. Like I am so grateful that like I created this life for myself and that like I'm not spinning out that I actually feel so happy and so content. And I'm so fucking grateful for my clients and my coaches and my fiance and my family and just the fact that I am living a life that I couldn't have even dreamed about like a year ago, when I was working my full time job, and I had a great job. Like, don't get me wrong, I had a great job. But I just like I wanted more. I wanted more for myself. I wanted more for my future children and the generations after me like I knew that this was my calling and this was something that I really had to pursue and all the fear the doubt or the imposter syndrome like it doesn't matter because I'm going to push through it and I'm going to be okay and now I'm living my life exactly how I wanted to be living it simply because I decided to not let any of that stuff stopped me and it was a moment of zooming out and seeing how far I've come and I know that whenever I get too in my head when I get too anxious about things when I worry about the future I'm like oh I just need to zoom out and look at how far I've come and look at how far I have to go in an exciting way in a wow, I can't believe that this is my life. And it's just going to get better kind of way. So I hope this helped you learn how to start building your belief when you have none. Because first of all, I don't think there's such a thing as having no belief in yourself you're obviously here you're listening to this you feel called you feel like something is a possibility for you and just know that like I used to be that person who had no belief in myself I have a speech impediment I had high functioning anxiety I came from a family that didn't necessarily acknowledge or validate my emotions and we didn't talk about mental health and I went to therapy when I was 27 and just had a fucking mental breakdown because I just had an identity crisis. My childhood home burnt down in October, I have trauma, I have things that in my life could have stopped me, but I just kept going. And it's a result of the mindset work and the belief work, the inner work that I constantly do on myself. And this work is what we do in the worthy woman method. This is my lifetime access group coaching program, where we go deep on your limiting beliefs on your imposter syndrome on the fear and the doubt that's holding you back from seeing a life that you really want for yourself you probably have an idea of something that could be a fantasy for you but like we're here to make your dreams just goals like in this program we go from having dreams to having goals like those are your goals now they're not just a pipe dream And I care about my clients so much and I care about helping them create a life, not just a business that is like thriving financially, but like feeling good in your business, feeling qualified, feeling capable, helping other people with your coaching business and building a life that you love and that you feel good and happy in. And we are opening the doors for enrollment for the second enrollment in August so you can get on the waitlist at the link in my show notes and save $222 on enrollment when we open the doors if you decide to join I don't know why not fucking lifetime access amazing and if you again want more information on that you can head to the link in my show notes and click the link for the waitlist check all the details out there and sign up so you can save $222 on enrollment when we reopen the doors in August so I love you guys so much and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you love this episode. Talk to you later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Check out the show notes to get started on your free 3-day challenge to overcome your inner imposter. Once you're done listening today, screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram story tagging me at your coach Jill so I can share it on my page. See you next time.